Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. One woman got Facebook to police opioid sales on Instagram by Natasha Tiku. Eileen Carey says she has regularly reported Instagram accounts selling opioids to the company for three years, with few results. Last week, Carey confronted two executives of Facebook, which owns Instagram, about the issue on Twitter. Since then, Instagram removed some accounts, banned one opioid-related hashtag, and restricted the results for others. Searches for the hashtag OxyContin on Instagram now show no results. Other opioid-related hashtags, such as hashtag opiates, hashtag fentanyl, and hashtag narcos, surface a limited number of results along with a message stating, recent posts from the hashtag are currently hidden because the community has reported some content that may not meet Instagram's community guidelines. Some accounts that appeared to be selling opioids on Instagram also were removed. The moves come amid increased government concern about the role of tech platforms in opioid abuse and follow years of media reports about the illegal sale of opioids on Instagram and Facebook from the BBC, VentureBeat, CNBC, Sky News, and others. Following the BBC probe in 2013, Instagram blocked searches of terms associated with the sale of illegal drugs. On Wednesday... Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Scott Gottlieb criticized social media companies, including Facebook and Instagram, for not doing enough to police illegal activity. I know that Internet firms are reluctant to cross a threshold where they could find themselves taking on a broader policing role, he said, but these are insidious threats being propagated on these web platforms. Gottlieb contrasted the tech industry's inaction on opiates to the sale of child pornography, where Internet providers and social media stepped in to crack down on illegal activities when they've been forced, he said. The FDA plans a summit this summer with tech CEOs, academics, and advocates to discuss solutions 
such as altering search algorithms to inform potential buyers about health risks and effective treatment programs, Gottlieb said. In February, a bipartisan group of senators wrote to the CEOs of Google, Microsoft, Yahoo, and Pinterest, urging them to reduce illegal online drug sales and advertising. Libby Bainey, executive director of the Alliance of Safe Online Pharmacies, a nonprofit group supported by pharmaceutical manufacturers that works to halt illegal online drug sales, agrees with Gottlieb. When she has raised concerns about content related to opioids, with a tech industry trade group, Bainey says representatives are willing to discuss ads, but not user-generated content. The holy grail, or maybe in this case, the third rail, is we don't touch the algorithm, we only talk about ads. So, to have the commissioner say the word algorithm is monumental, Bainey says. It shouldn't take this much effort to get people to realize that you have some responsibility for the stuff on your platform, Bainey says. A 13-year-old could do this search and realize there's bad stuff on your platform, and probably has. You don't need the commissioner of the FDA to tell you that. It's great that he did, but it shouldn't have gotten to this point. Marsha Lee Taylor, chief policy officer at Partnership for Drug-Free Kids, who has worked with Facebook through the same tech industry trade group, says the company has been helpful by donating ad space to reach families seeking help for addiction, who can then contact the group's toll-free hotline through the Facebook Messenger app. In a statement, Instagram spokesperson Emily Kane said, Our community guidelines make it clear that buying or selling prescription drugs isn't allowed on Instagram and we have zero tolerance when it comes to content that puts the safety of our community at risk. Instagram did not respond to questions about why it had not addressed the issue until now. We are grateful to those who reported the content, we took swift action to remove the content and put in place additional measures to ensure the safety on our platform, the company said. Instagram previously restricted the drug-related hashtags, hashtag Xanax and hashtag Xanaxbar, and banned hashtag weed for sale and hashtag weed for sale. We are constantly monitoring hashtag behavior using a variety of different signals to track bad hashtags, the company said. Carrie is now the CEO of Glassbreakers, a startup maker of software to support workforce diversity. But she worked on illegal drug sales in her previous job at Mark Monitor, a company that protects brands like pharmaceutical companies from online counterfeiting, piracy, and fraud. In a March 30th tweet to Rob Leathern, Facebook's director of product management, Carrie wrote, the historical response that users can report abuse and moderators will review hasn't changed in four years. She asked him to please hold leadership accountable. The next day, Leathern responded that the company had removed several associated accounts and tagged Guy Rosen, Facebook's vice president of product. In a message to Rosen, Carey thanked him for taking down the hashtag OxyContin, but noted that about 16,000 posts with the hashtag Fentanyl remained on Instagram. Working on it, Rosen responded, we won't fix everything overnight, and I totally recognize we have a lot of catching up in these areas, but we have a responsibility and we will improve. I'll circle back later this week on this specific once I've gotten more up to speed. I do really appreciate your pings on this. Thank you. The speed of Facebook's response raises questions about why the company did not act sooner. 
and reflects a recent phenomenon where Facebook executives engage as the human face of the company on Twitter. Leathern and Rosen declined to comment, directing Wire to Facebook's press team, which did not respond to requests for comment. Tim K. Mackey, Associate Professor of Anesthesiology and Global Public Health at the University of California San Diego School of Medicine, who has used machine learning to identify illegal drug sales on sites like Twitter, says researching Facebook may be more difficult because the company restricts access to much of its data. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.